Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and Bulldog fans everywhere. I'd like to welcome you back to the Wave. Just a reminder, we are affiliated with Wave Sports. We encourage you to check out all those different social medias on Instagram and Twitter and uh, get your fill of the newest type of content in the sports media industry. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Colton Watson. I'm your co-host, Gavin Longazino. And like I said, welcome back to the Health State Shockwave. We've got a very special episode ahead. Uh, I think you're all going to be pretty excited about this. Uh, we've got a special guest, and all that we can say about this guy is that you're going to be excited to hear from him. If that song makes you feel like somebody's about to hit a base-clearing double to take the lead in the bottom of the ninth, you might be a Mississippi State baseball fan. Okay. What's up, guys? It's Colton here with your favorite co-host, Gavin Loganzino, and our very special guest who we're very blessed to have on the show, Elijah McNamee. What's up, guys? Hey, how we doing? What's up? Good to talk to y'all. Good to talk to y'all. Again, we'd like to give McNamee a huge thank you because he is – you know, he's sat through us with this interview and uh, some technical difficulties that he's, we've had to work through. He's been patient with us, and uh, we're very thankful for him. Hope y'all all give him uh, are appreciative of uh, his time, too. Gavin, what's the, what you got for us? What's the first thing we want to ask Big Mac, Big Hit Mac? Right. So right off the bat, we're going to give you a question that I'm sure you've heard a lot um, in the past couple weeks, but what was going through your head whenever you hit the home run in the Super Regional? Um, of course, you know, a lot of excitement. But, um, you know, I was struggling with that week already. So I had a lot of stress on my shoulders, I felt like. And, you know, the second that ball came off the bat, I kind of felt it all relieve. And obviously a lot of emotions came out. So, you know, it was a blessing at the same time as, uh, you know, it just – it was something I needed and um, couldn't feel better for my last at bat at Duty Noble. I agree. I love – I love watching that at bat. You were swinging 3-0, I remember. You uh, either fouled one off or swung and missed on 3-0 on a pitch that wasn't even good. And uh, I know you didn't want to walk. I was I was, mad. I was, about to be mad if you walked, but uh, yeah. I'm glad you didn't. Uh, that's obviously one where, you know, 3-0, you know, we're up 5-1. to Forget forget you know, the rules of baseball. Right. Yeah, Go ahead no, I remember that 3-0 and I turned around and Coach Gotro, our hitting coach, said, swing no matter where it's at. And I was – I was kind of just going Absolutely. with that, and I was like, you know what, I I don't care if I strike out swinging, I'm going down swinging here. Yeah. It's attitude to have kids. Greet greet the new pitcher. That was his first time. Yeah, that, that was that, if they won ball. that game. That's Absolutely. actually their Sunday starter. Too. Wow. Yeah. He uh. So along those lines, Gavin, uh, not Gavin, Elijah, bro, what did that umpire say he, to uh, you? <laughs> he dropped a nice f bomb in there. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I rounded the bases. He, you know, he said what he needed to say. He said, keep running. And I just kind of gave him a little nod. I said something back and then just enjoyed my moment and kind of put him to the side. I mean, it's about us players playing the game. It's not about the umpires. And... That's exactly right. There are so many umpires this year that feel like it was, you know, trying to make them the top – what. You know, people didn't pay to, right, to pay exactly. for tickets to see them. They paid to see y'all. And 
I feel like he should have just been yeah. more aware of the moment because, like, I don't know if he was from some referee from like or some umpire from Oregon or something. He doesn't know like the the magnitude of this last a senior's last at bat at home, but like that there's a there's some home runs you don't pimp. Right, that's one I of agree. them that you do pimp. And um, he's probably he's probably so, a, a grad left student the kids from play. Stanford. Who knows? <laughs> Right. Probably. Uh, next up, I'm sure we actually wanted to know. Um, you know, maybe this is heads up baseball on your part, but we saw a lot of people asking this question on Twitter, so we were just going to go ahead and ask you: uh, Why were you running to third against Auburn in the ninth inning? Um, that's a good question because I know in my head that ball was hit softly, and I know it looked really close, but he was kind of far behind. But when I saw it hit. I uh, usually my my reaction is to go back to second, but he was trying to he like he was taking his time with it, so I was taking off and yeah, it was uh, maybe a bad time to do that, but at the same time, <clears throat> I remember him looking into my eyes and he was real hesitant. Right, so I stopped. It worked I out. Stutter step. Whatever. He hesit- like he went hesitant again, and so when I went in front of him. <clears throat> I think when he took his eyes off me and looked at first, he just was out of whack and, you know, yeah. sailed it. And so I you mean, think you would have made him I, miss if he did go for the tag? Oh yeah. I don't think he would have been, everyone thinks that I, I would have gotten past him. Okay. You gave him, I think you gave him enough pause right. to make him and that's think exactly about that throw a little bit too hard. Fist, you know, he hit his glove three times before he threw it and, <laughs> He took he took about he six steps. Three times. <laughs> and Skelton's not <laughs> a slow guy. No. So um, you know, I think he just when I got past him, he looked up and you know, when there's two outs and stuff in those situations, and the the infielder typically goes to first no matter where the runner's at. And so yeah, I think that was that's in what my I was head thinking. You know, lines, he's... So I just went for it, and you know, my gut went with it, and you know, it worked out. <laughs> yeah, some people were thinking like, you know, don't go to third, he can tag you. But I was like, oh, the more routine play is right. going to make anyway, and there's two outs. So, you know, yeah. it doesn't hurt that bad. It worked out. You had the heads-up play to uh, scramble home, too. That was yeah, big. That was awesome. We were freaking out in that game. It was fun. Um, one other Another thing we wanted to ask is uh, – just completely changing gears here. What's what's your favorite moment with the team that was off the field that fans didn't um, get to see? You know, going to Andrew McCall, one of our buddies that's been in the hospital with cancer and stuff. Um, you know, we, he asked us, some of us to go to the movies with him to watch the Avengers Endgame. Great movie, by the way. Great, great movie. Great movie. Re-releasing it. Y'all go see it. Yeah, again I remember with y'all new saying scenes. that. But no. Um, you know, just getting to enjoy stuff like that. It's a, you know, baseball is just a sport. There's kids battling and people battling with a lot worse throughout their days. So taking our time to go watch a movie with him is something he enjoyed and something we enjoyed too. And um, you know, he he's been fighting for us and we've been fighting for him. So you know, it's it's always good to get away from the game and enjoy little things like that. Yeah. And it's it's been in, that's awesome. Just the bro. way y'all have. Uh, welcomed him into the family. But another cool thing for uh, me be to, for me to see is just the way that um, Mississippi State fan base as a whole has welcomed him and embraced him. Right, I agree with that. 
you know, tell us real quick, Mac, who's our lucky fan that uh, that always gives you a high five before Kelsey. games that we win? Um, I met her my sophomore year, <laughs> and she gave me a high five, and I think I got like three hits that game my sophomore year, and we won. And then all of a sudden, every game she came to, they would take a picture. We won every single game. And so wow. I, I think we ended my career that's at Mississippi awesome. State like 42-0 and 0 or something every time she gave me a high five and came to a that's, game. That's crazy. I know. I w- that's not real. Money, I would have flown them to uh, <laughs> Omaha. We should have we got a GoFundMe. Man, we'd have won an Addy. I, I, I would have I given up my ticket to Omaha. That's what I'm saying. That you lucky. know, 42-0 and 0 every time they took a picture <laughs> and she came to a game. Wow. That's okay. crazy. Um, so next up, we got. Uh, so why did you pick number forty? Good question. That's actually pretty funny. I remember my drive up here to come here for my first year, moving in, ten-hour drive, and about five hours in, Lee Van Horn, who was our ops guy at the time, said, "What jersey number do you want?" And you know, I had all these numbers running through my head. And then he sent a text about five minutes later and said, "Here's what's taken." And, you know, it literally looked like every single number was taken in that, you know, one through 1,000 pretty much. And the only numbers open <laughs> were 30 and 40. Well, at first I said 30 looks pretty good, but then I said, no, nah, I want to be 40. It looks like a an, an outfield number that, you know, I want to represent. And, you know, it, it fit me well. Yep. I left my legacy there with it. Worked out good. Cause now you and ET E forty like forty are uh E forty you and Errol yeah, Thompson are bros now over it that's cool Errol Thompson's a good a good ball player too it's a couple of guys I like watching yeah, play he's, ball uh, he's pretty good I must say <laughs> he's yeah all all he yeah. sees a sophomore is pretty yeah, that good dude I have to give him that I love watching it uh, one thing that I'm sure all of our aspiring baseball players listening to the show would like to know is how do you how do you stay so level headed during like clutch situations? Because it just seems like, you know, if it's you know the last three innings of the game and we need we're down or tied up with a in this ball game that you could always yeah, come through for us. It's you know, how do you do that? Understanding that it's not all about me; it's about my team, and so I I go up there with a the plan that I would do anything to help this team win. And, you know, put the bat on the ball, hit the ball hard, help the team win. And so, you know, I just relax and breathe and understand that I I love being in situations in like that. And if there's a situation like that, I want to be the one to be in it. And um, going up there with the right mindset that, you know, I'm going to get the job done. And, you know, when you got a mentality like that, usually it pays off. You got it done. So that's good. I think one thing that fans will always remember about your legacy, you know, from years to, for years to come, is that you were clutch. Yeah. You came through in the big moments. You had a, a base hit, a double in the the walk off win this year. Uh, this year in Omaha, of course, you sent us home, kept us alive in the regional last year, uh, gave us a super regional win the uh, the very next week. You know, there's more to come from that. Even that that big hit with against Stanford, you know, that's not clutch, I guess, because we're up four runs, but I bet you were nervous your last thing was, at home, you know. You, st- you, you know, still nervous, kind of the same but pressure. That was my bat after my foot injury that I actually felt relaxed, the most relaxed out of any at bat after my foot injury. Wow. Yeah, because I went so up there really? and said, you know, this was a blessing to play here. And if I'm meant to get a hit right here, then I'll put it in God's hands. And I finally just took a breather and understood my, where I'm at and why I was here. 
And, you know, I had an interview after the game, and I remember when I walked up to the plate, I said, what have I been doing? I'm big hit Mac. So and, what uh, if, <laughs> what were right. you most nervous for this year? You know, I wouldn't say most nervous. It's just more sped up and trying to do too much. You know, I've been in this league for a while, so it wasn't anything about really getting nervous. It was just anxiety and stuff building up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'd say uh, Omaha, I was a little sped up because the environment, obviously. But, you know, I just – yeah, I felt like I was just thrown back in the lineup after a foot injury and expected to do a lot, and I should have never thought like that. But um, I just felt more uncomfortable, I guess you would say, against that uh, third game against Louisville. Okay. And, um, you know, yeah. just all those at bats, I kind of felt uncomfortable and didn't feel relaxed. So if I could go back, I would still had a clutch double in the first <laughs> game, but, um, you mentioned the foot in, foot injury and I know you've been through a lot this year, but, uh, what is, you know, it's been a tough, a tough year off the field for you. What's it been like, you know, trying to keep your head up during those understanding situations? that when I'm at the field, that's my getaway. And, um, you know, understanding I have a family behind me, not just, I mean, obviously my teammates and brothers, but the whole Hill State family. And so when I was going through tough times, they were always there to pick me up. And you know, I would just wake up feeling blessed every day that I woke up and I'm healthy and I get to play baseball in the SEC. Not many, you know, so many people would love to play baseball in college at the level I'm at too. So getting to get away every day and, you know, playing baseball is something I enjoy. So, you know, that's what kept my head straight. Okay. And uh, speaking of you keeping your head straight and just staying confident, uh, what are your plans looking like for the next few months? Um, I, you know, whatever God has in store for me. Um, you know, I just got to keep trusting the process and following what whatever he says, keep praying and understand that everything will be okay no matter the situation or the circumstances. Just wake up, you know, go with the flow, enjoy life, and understand that at the end of the day, God will take care of me. That's a great attitude to have. Uh, I agree. You know, you just got to put, put things in God's hands and, you know, whatever happens, it'll work out. It's not a surprise exactly. to him. It's not going to catch him by surprise. Uh, shifting gears again a little bit here. Y'all s- talked about how a lot of the seniors in the interview talks about how Coach Lamonis is doing a great job and that you, you suspect he'll bring us the title that we so, you know, crave. To Kind of a two-part question. Are you confident that he can lead us to that title in the future? And do you think he'll be yes, able to Yes, I do. Line? He, um, you know, his mindset's a lot different than a lot of coaches I've had. He, um, you know, he wants the best for each and one of his players, not just on the field, but off the field. He makes us all better men. You know, he cares about academics. He cares about your social life. And, you know, he's just someone that you want on your side, someone you could talk to every day. He's very easy to talk to, someone you could lean on when you need it. Um, You know, he's definitely going to be a bulldog for life, I believe. And, you know, he knows the competition in this league. He's very good at recruiting, so I believe that he's going to get the best of the best. And there's no doubt in my mind. The next couple of years, he shouldn't be back in Omaha. I mean, he's got he knows exactly what he's doing. You know, he can crack jokes on the field and the dugout, even in big situations. He's just 
he knows how we are and he knows the game we play these days. So he kind of lets us play our own game. And uh, if we need to be, you know, coached in a certain area, he will. But other than that, he just lets us play the way we want to play. Yeah. Quick question you don't have to answer. Is he the favorite of the three yes, that you've yes. played for him? No for? question. No doubt about it. Really? That's awesome. Okay. That's big. Um, so, to go kind of back towards the uh, the season-ending interviews or whatever you want to call them, the post, post-game post press conferences, um, the last thing Jake Mangum said at the podium, he brought up the NCAA third-paid assistant coach problem that the NCAA has had for a while with baseball. And uh, we were just kind of wanting to know your thoughts towards that. Um, you know, I definitely believe it needs to be changed. The game in these days is a lot different than back in the day. You got these third paid – or not not paid. You got these third assistants who, um, you know, they're doing everything exactly that a head coach and assistant's doing. And, you know, they got families too. Um, you know, the competition and the level of – Baseball being played these days in college is a lot different than back in the day, you know. We even have to use different bats now because back in the day the bats were too hot, you know. And it's just there's so many changes made through this game that I believe that, you know, the third assistant should be paid because, I mean, they they, they need to make money to feed their family too, and they're out here doing the same thing as everyone else. So, um, you know. You know, why not pay the fourth and fifth assistant? Because football gets. I understand coaches. that. I don't. There's a lot more football, football players, but, but I mean, still, uh, you know. If you if you think y'all have, what thirty is there thirty five players on yeah. the roster counting everybody? So y'all have a really low paid coach paid coach right. to player ratio, as opposed to football. If you count, you know, or even any any sport, you know, basketball has two assistants, but there's usually less than fifteen people on those teams, so. I don't know. Kind of just, I think I feel like baseball and softball is just as important. Right. As those I, I believe that baseball gets the low end of the stick. I mean, with everything, you know, even with even with scholarships, that, you know, that third assistant, all of it is just, you know, I feel like baseball is such a good sport, and you know, if people aren't watching football, they're watching baseball. So, I mean, I, I definitely think things need to change in this world. Um, it doesn't make much sense, and you know I think moving forward that something needs to be changed for sure. Yep. Um, just like you said, the game's changed so much, and it, it's time for the NCAA to catch up. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it is ridiculous. Matt, let me have you seen what's going on with the uh, the stuff going on in California, where they want to pay athletes in California. I- and the NCAA said that's yeah, not no, cool. I actually have not seen that, but, I mean, you got to think about it. I understand being students and all that. It, it's not fair to students if, you know, athletes are getting paid, but you got to think an athlete, its job is to represent the school and whatever they're doing. Well, and the athletes right. are bringing so much revenue to the right. school. Right, that, and it's not like we have time to have a job. Yeah. And so um, – That's true. Also, thank you. The ought to at least right. get a profit from I, your life. I, I think that's that. that's ridiculous. Yeah, and that's what's going on in California. You. Basically, uh, if you haven't heard about it, Mac, I'll just give you a quick rundown. So, what's going on over there is the state of California is about to pass a bill to where all uh, student athletes in the state of California are going to be able to make money off of their likeness, and 
basically what the NCAA saying to that is, okay, but if this bill passes, um, all schools in the state of California are going to be banned from competition. So that is crazy. That's crazy, man. <laughs> That's messed up. Just... Although if, if 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 it does pass and NCAA lets them do it, then you know all the athletes right. going to want to go play in California. Sure. <laughs> so hopefully everybody will catch up. Hopefully I mean, who wouldn't want to live in Cali, though? <laughs> but uh, I could I could live out in the country in Cali. Yeah, no, I don't know if I can do sure. one of those huge cities. That, but I've been, I'll try. I went, I've been to Cali for travel ball, and I've been into the, the country part and, you know, downtown. It's just all around nice, good weather. Yeah, the weather. And there's no bugs. I just got back from San Diego. Oh, well, then you know exactly. Yeah, yeah San Diego is cool. Sweet. We uh changing gears a little bit. Um, still is talking about things we need to fix in baseball. You know, I was I don't think anybody was extremely impressed with the umpires in Omaha. And I know it's a hard job, but I feel like there's some things that's gotta be fixed. You know, like that umpire that yelled at you after your home run, that's not yeah. necessary. Uh we all feel like Cole got squeezed at the end of the Louisville game. That's not necessary. Yeah, what do you think's a, a good plan? Are you in favor of the the automated strike yeah, no, zone for they sure. might use in minor leagues, uh, yeah. or I think that'd be a really? very good idea. Just to at least try it out because it's obviously a robot, pretty much. It's consistent, um, but you know you're not gonna have that umpire who he gives the low strike but not the high strike, or that he gives the high strike but not the low strike. You know, in and out, vice versa. You know, I, I feel like that was part of the game, figuring out what the umpire, how the umpire liked to call for the starters. You know, that's kind of part of it but right i think there's so many inconsistent umpires and the be- right, most biggest exactly. thing is consistency you know you could be wrong but if you're the same the whole yep. game that's not that bad that i feel like the robot would be worth I just it. you know the has the you know the automatic strike zone it's it's got its pros and cons but you got to think it's going to give a strike to the whole strike zone so i mean as a hitter that's right I mean, you could definitely be all screwed up and it could be a, an advantage to a pitcher but it you know, at the same time, that's when pitchers could get, you know, their their best pitchers can get rocked because they have to throw them in the zone. And, um, you know, I feel like, just an example, I think Ethan got a little bit overextended in the first game of the Super Regional because the umpire right. wasn't giving him the inside corner. And if you're left-handed and throwing breaking balls to the inside corner, you know, that's where you need exactly. to live on the right-handed hitters. But, but that's just, you know, I kind of like having to work through that depending on the day, but I also feel like, the robots could, you know, at least yeah, make it to where everybody's equal agree. and all the same. Okay. Um, just kind of going back to the California thing, we were wondering, do you think do you think that student-athletes should be allowed to make money off their likeness? Yes, I do. Um, like you were saying, it's it's not the NCAA's, you know, profile. It's yours. And if someone wants to, you know, go out of their way to make things about you and all that, I believe that you should be profiting off that. There's no reason you shouldn't. Nope. Um, you know, there are a lot of T-shirts going around that had you on it that nobody could sell until after the, the yeah, run of was over. Ridiculous. Just ridiculous. <laughs> um, you know, some they made a shirt that said, you know, we have the Mac Magic or something like that. And my mom, my mom yep. ended up wearing it. She didn't even care. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just ridiculous that you you can't even put something like that on a T-shirt without getting, you know, you could possibly get in trouble and not even play. Oh, yeah. And it has nothing to do with the NCAA. 
Did you did you see the game is bigger yeah, than I you did. T-shirts? I, when I'm when I'm you know those are great. Putting my hand up right in front of the umpire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yes, for those of y'all that don't know, there was a shirt going around that said on the bottom of the game is bigger than you, and it had a picture of the umpire telling Mac, you know, Elijah here to not <laughs> yeah. pimp his home run. And you know, making he the umpire's making the moment about him when it's about Elijah. It's it's bigger than that moment's bigger they than said, the umpire. Uh, that umpire was anyway. actually supposed to be in Omaha and the head umpire committee told him no. Good. Well he did you see did you yeah. see they, they tracked down his Facebook and he was like, Man, I'm glad baseball season's over and I'm like, <laughs> if you're if you're ready to get to go home and get on right. vacation, why are you here? You know, baseball, this is one of the coolest sense. jobs ever. You get to watch college. You get paid yep. to watch college baseball. I'd be, sure they I'd be mad that the season penny. was over. Uh, more than the players. I bet they do. Yep. You ain't lying. Um, we're going to move now to some more lighthearted questions uh, to kind of, you know, some of the things that people would like to know that aren't that hard to answer or that uh, taxing to think about. First off, what is your favorite away stadium to play at? You know, obviously, nothing really compares to Duty Noble. I mean, let's be honest. But what would you like? What's an away venue you'd like to go see? Not a neutral site, so don't say TD. Well, you ain't lying, you know. Duty Noble is pretty incredible. It's the best in the country. I feel like other other teams would say would give Duty Noble their answer. But, um, you know (laughs) – I'm a big fan of South Carolina. It's got palm trees, makes you know it's kind of beachy. I'm a big fan of that. But you know, also nice. um, Minute Maid, where the Astros play. You know, it's hometown to me. We played there last year. So you that know, was awesome. I mean, I'm playing on my hometown team that I grew up watching, but that field's just incredible. Would you take Duty Noble over Minute Maid? Uh, yeah, I probably would because, you know, I play a duty noble all the, I've played a duty noble all the time and, um, Minute Maid's kind of really big for me. <laughs> so, I mean, I know it's a major league park, but duty noble's pretty sweet, I must say. What's the stadium you gotta didn't go like with, to go to? Uh, you know, good old Oregon. <laughs> Sophomore <laughs> year, it was about negative 25 degrees. 65 mile an hour winds and it was raining and snowing. It was absolutely miserable. Y'all played in Fe- that that series yeah, of February. That was the dumbest thing I've ever done. <laughs> I remember our coach saying that their Friday night starter was a lefty. He was like, you know, 88 to 92. He'll hit a three, and the dude's sitting 94, touching sixes with an absolute hammer and a changeup. He threw like 18 strikeouts <laughs> against us. If you're allowed to tell us who was the who was the coach at that time, was that Henderson? Oh no, that was good old Ken Nazaro. Oh, <laughs> that's even better. That was uh, he. I'm guessing he had last year's scouting report and a homeboy yeah. added a few, a few miles per hour For during real. the summer, didn't he? During you know, fall ball, he was about six six. Ended up getting drafted okay. in the first round. Incredible. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um. Another fun question. What's your, who's your, uh, tell me some of your favorite or your all time favorite pro player? Um, I got to go with Barry Bonds being one of them. I just wa- loved watching him hit. But, um, I, yeah. He could hit pretty good, I, I think. think. He was I think he decent. was good. You know, but, uh, <laughs> Roy's or no Royce. You still got to hit the ball. Um, you know, I grew up a Houston Astros fan, so the, 
the Strohs back in 2005 when they had, you know, Craig Biggio, Lance Berkman, um, Jeff Bagwell, all those kind of guys. Roy Oswalt, who's a Mississippi guy also. You know, growing up. Yep. I love watch. I love Biggio. Biggio's kids, I yeah, think, he, with the Blue Jays now. First game he got called up, he hit an absolute tank. Yeah, about like Austin guy, Riley, don't, who don't even get should have been your teammate. <laughs> he could have been that your is, teammate. That, if you're going to talk about a video <laughs> game, that that that's that's pretty close. Yeah, just think he could he could have been on the team this year. That blows my yeah. mind. I I've actually met him my sophomore year because he comes in the fall and he'll practice with us and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like he would have had 25. Home I think runs every at year least he would have 25 plus. Yeah, he would have put up Rooker numbers. He that's actually, you got to think. He's hitting bombs like no other in MLB. Imagine those games before SEC play. Oh yeah, yeah. Bro. He would have hit twenty plus then. Him playing, him playing Maine and yeah, he would have hit, like hit sixteen home runs in one series. <laughs> oh, he, he literally probably could have had forty home runs it. in the yeah. SEC. Tanner Allen's Tanner Allen's numbers on the opening burnt, weekend of the year this year. That would have been his. That would have been how his season would have gone. Right, exactly. Exactly. All right. Um, so next up, That's speaking funny. of Tanner Allen, we want your opinion on who is going to be the next. You know, Jake Mangum, Elijah McNamee, Palmero, Will Clark. Uh, who's the next all-time Bulldog great? Well, I definitely think Tanner Allen's in there. He, um, that man can swing it. I'll tell you what. <laughs> But, you know, I haven't seen you – know, his swings like Chipper Jones, his favorite player is Chipper Jones. You know, he grew he, – he looks like him. Um, so, I mean, he's he's definitely – yeah, right. Got to stick there. him at third. He's, he's got the swing for it. He's got the bat. He's one of the best hitters all around I've ever seen. Um, I think he's a great – I don't – correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like he's a great guest hitter where if he guesses right, right. you don't have a single And chance. the thing is – Like, on um, – like on that uh, the walk off against Southern Miss, you know he was ready for that pitch right. before he, he even came. He's he smart. It. He's a smart hitter. So like I wouldn't even necessarily say guess. He just likes to sit on pitches, and he's just he's his mind's in a different state when it comes to hitting. And you know he's just he's very talented. And that so, was only his second year, and he hit three fifty. That's insane. Three fifty right. with a big slump too. Right. So he could imagine, have been hit like three next year. You know. So. Goodness gracious! I'm well, so glad. One he's quick back. question that I have for you, Mac, is whenever you're at the plate, I know I, I was watching a video of Jake earlier in the year. Whenever, right after he broke the SEC hits record, actually, and he said that when he's at the plate, he's always sitting fastball. Are you the same way? Yeah, I sit fastball and react. I mean, in different situations, it could be different because I hit was hitting four hole, and um, even last year I was hitting five hole and I there'd be certain times or I sit fastball and react off speed, but if there's a guy in running you know, scoring position on second or third but less than two outs, I mean, you know, I always had in the back of my head, hey, off speed might come here and I remember in the supers that same game I hit the walk off against Vandy and like the third inning I hit a three run home run off Fellows and it was a O O curveball that I hit out. And you're ready for it. I can picture it. I remember going up to the plate. I never said sit curveball, but I told myself, just see the pitch out of his hand. Yeah. And right when it came out of his hand, you know, I saw it, blasted it into left field. 
you were expecting that change up from Parrish in the yeah in because the I know he's been you? working for him. It's absolutely gross. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty good pitch. He, he carved uh, whoever they played in. I think it was Arkansas, and this year in Omaha, he that pitch had. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could see it. It was disgusting. <laughs> All right. Um. So next up, we have. What are the cool perks and also the disadvantages of being a student athlete? Um, the cool perks, obviously, is you know everywhere you get to go, everything you get to see, um, you know, the teams you get to play, you get to see how other schools look. Um, you get pulled out of class, which is awesome. <laughs> um, that stressed me yeah, out. Yeah, you don't, I, that I, I me. You don't, even, you don't understand. It's very, very annoying when you have to come back and take a test and you haven't even been there the last month. Yeah, it's rough. Oof. That's had to be tough, you know, the year that we yeah, were I don't even want to tell you that, that year, academic-wise, is, is pretty bad. But, um... Mm. Big right, easy classes exactly. the, year, the semester before. But, no, you know, <laughs> it just has its perks. And, you know, like, like that, for example, not being in class sucks. But at the same time... Being able to represent your school and um, in that kind of way is something that's special and something that I'm definitely going to miss and remember for the rest of my life. Um, another completely off topic. Who's your favorite MSU athlete of all time that didn't play baseball? Um, that's a good question. I'm going to go with uh, – wow. I don't know. Out of my three years of being there, definitely would be uh, wow. I don't know. There's a lot. I'm cool. I'm cool with all of them. So I mean, that's that's a good question. I would go with. Uh, you got a Tierra lot of Valley. good choices. Okay. Because she also wore my Sierra. This is pretty cool. So my junior college is 30 minutes from my house in Brenham, Texas, and it is the tiniest little city, and that's where she's from. Mm-hmm. Really? That's right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, y'all and I mean, I'm talking. You, if y'all saw it, you'd be like, "That's such a small world." <laughs> and she, she's from there. I've, yeah. You know, I've been cool with her ever since I came here. She's obviously incredible, but um, wow. you know. Yeah, she was. Pr- she yeah, was pretty, pretty good. Decent. About she can probably go in the NBA right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go lock down Giannis. For real, she's uh, no, but she's just she's an awesome human too. She can. She's a sweetheart. I was a manager for the girls team for a little while, and I, I love being around all of them. But she was always, you know, she's always sassy and funny. But she did. She she was a little bit more, you know, right. she she could get down to business more than people right. would think from the funny interviews. You know, it was fun to watch, but. Glad that hate hate that she's gone. You know, I will say one good thing about the girls' basketball players yeah, is they all stay on four years. <laughs> okay. Um. So next, Mac, we have who's the funniest guy on the team, whether it be on the field, in the dugout, just wherever. It'd be Peyton Plumley. It's not even close. <laughs> um. I mean, I've roomed with him for two years. He 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 left JUCO after a year, just like I did. And you know, we became best friends my our sophomore year and. I mean, if you could be around him for a day, you you would your cheeks would hurt from laughing so hard. I mean, I've never he can literally go be a comedian and, in movies right now. 
His face when you hit the home run against yeah. Stanford was priceless. I'm but so see, glad the camera got a shot say, of like, that. The bond we have on this team, and um, you know, he he pitched an unbelievable game to end it for his career, and then you know I did that to end my career, yeah. Duty Noble, and so he was just he knows the the you know last few months that were hard on me, so he I know that he was probably his face showed different, but he was just so happy that he didn't know how to express it. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that you, uh, y'all get to spend. Oh yeah, me, Jake, him, here. and Gilbert. Oh, it is Jake. I was just telling Gavin. I thought Jake didn't yep. have to, but so Jake does have four, another semester. Who, uh, the Fab Four will be here in the fall, attending football <laughs> games and um, enjoying our time here. Get your signature ready. Y'all come for real. Y'all hey, can sit with me in the student section. Mm-hmm. I always I'm sit down. I might try to make my way into a suite now. Yeah. Oh yeah, y'all got y'all feel like yeah, you've I, got that kind of pull. Yeah, I'm Somebody sure. Bring you know, you up. I'm, I won't even be able to walk around the, the junction without getting bombarded next year with them. <laughs> yeah, it was something I would ask. I see. I used to see Jake at football games, and my sister would be like, "Colton, yeah. go say something." Like um, that. This year, this yeah, year was pretty nuts. Let him be his... I mean, I would have to go sit sit in one spot. Yeah, but um, you really, know, I, you know, I, you know me. I, I enjoy all that. You know, that's why I came to this school. Yeah, yeah. you know, can't get can't we can't all go to Michigan where they don't right. care about the baseball as bad, despite the fact that they're right. one game away from Natty. I mean, I hope. I mean, that bothers me. You know, I want Vandy to win. They're from the SEC, but if I saw Michigan win too, it wouldn't it wouldn't bother me. Uh the only Michigan fan I know, I had to tell him they were in the World <laughs> Series. He didn't know. He watches basketball and football. My mom's actually born in, anyway. was born in Michigan, so, yeah. Really? All right. Um, so, next up, we got, you know, earlier we were talking about how your future is uncertain right now, but you're just leaving it in God's hands. Let's say that uh, a few months down the road or even a few years down the road, you get offered an assistant coaching job at Mississippi State. Are you going to take it? Yeah, one hundred. After you bat three twenty for your career in the yeah, one hundred percent. I uh, I want to coach when I'm done with ball, no matter when that time is. And I mean, it'd be a dream to coach at Mississippi State. That'd be pretty cool. And um, I know what I have, what it takes. So I guess we'll see where that goes. I'm sure Coach Lamontis wouldn't mind having me around. Yeah, definitely not. You and Jay getting coach and head coach. I see it right now. <laughs> Uh, the whole team would rake. Oh. We would, uh, we uh, we definitely have I a feel, high emotional team. I tell you that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Jake will, yeah, will always have 100%. a job here. You know, if he's whatever he wants to do, if he if he if he wants to, you know, take a job that has nothing to do with what he's ever done before, but he just wants that yeah, job. He, he, if he wanted to be, if he wanted to be know? the mayor, he can actually be the real mayor. Yeah, he probably could. Honestly, that's right. <laughs> well, I'd vote for I feel him. like Jake. He could. <laughs> He could come back, and honestly, he'd probably make a great recruiting coordinator down right. the road. Any any sport, I agree with that for sure. I think you'd have whatever job you wanted here too. You know, you, sh- you could probably work at WTF starting. Well, I, yeah, I mean, they love you there, that. so I bet you I could walk in there right now and start yeah. handing out some wings. <laughs> um. All right, here's a, a, fu- a really funny question that one of our fans gave us. You know, a lot of these good questions aren't for me and Gavin, but most of them are, just saying. But anyway, what would you do? Who would you pick if you had to take uh, three of your teammates to live on an island, a deserted island with? 
Who, what, what, that is who would hilarious. you take from the Bulldogs? Um, you got to survive for six months. <laughs> I would go Cole Gordon because of his brains, and he could think. I Cole's would go smart. Peyton Plumley <laughs> just because I would die at whatever he had to say. <laughs> um, and then another one, I would go Tanner Allen just because he says some weight, some country stuff that just makes no sense. Uh, I was, I was honestly <laughs> when I saw that question. Tanner I said my like three me. that I thought you were going to pick in my head, and I got Peyton right, honestly, just because he could kill some stuff. And then TA. See, yeah, I mean Brad. I don't. Brad's just his brain ain't there. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, this is nah, Brad, a Brad session very quickly. And, <laughs> yeah, me and him had a, me and him had a really close bond. He. Uh, that's that's your success. Right. No, I'm, I'm very proud of him. And, I mean, it's it's crazy to know that he's young, but you know, he does he doesn't look like it, obviously. And so you know, I know he's gonna hold it down out there. He knows I I love him and he loves me, and he's gonna be a good kid and he's gonna be good for the program. You'll get to uh, you'll get to watch him play football this year and start. Well, you know, I bet I expect him to get. You know, probably second team reps at tight end, at the very least. He's he's pretty swift, and I figure he can catch the ball. I've never seen. Yeah, him no, they say he's action, pretty good but, at football. Uh, yeah, I've seen him hit triples as a, like a six foot seven, like three hundred and fifty pound. I'm exaggerating, but a baseball player, and he can still make it all the way to third base. Yeah, no, so he can. No, he can. Dude, he can fly. I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh. This is a question that a fan, another fan gave us that – not my favorite question, but uh, a question that I'm sure you've thought of. If you had to pick another university in, uh, besides Mississippi State, who would you have played for? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, I never uh, – oh, Just don't say no. Ole Miss. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I've never really thought about it. But if I had to pick another one, I would – you know, I'd love – where I'm from, I was, you know, I was going to go to A&M. I would like A&M. So, um, I wouldn't mind going there if I didn't, if Mississippi State wasn't in the picture. That's a good one. You know, I always imagine, I, I hope somebody's hit the train with a I mean, it's way, it's way. I can see you there. doing that. But that'd be mm-hmm. pretty cool. All right. Um. So, next, this is another one of the fan questions. Somebody, you know, Running these Instagram pages, obviously I run Hale State Wave, Colton runs Mississippi State Wave, um, and, you know, we, we do our thing. We try to support you guys as much as we can, but really whenever you guys interact back with us and reach out, that kind of makes what we do worthwhile. So somebody was asking, outside of just having normal conversations with the guys who run the pages, do you guys ever talk about um, one of the pages with each other, like you say? Are you guys? Do you guys ever talk about the graphics or something? Yeah, you yeah, know for sure. Um, we'll be on the bus after a game or going to a game, whatever. And, you know, one of us will definitely whip out like, "Hey, look how cool this video is!" or "Look how cool this picture is!" And, um, you know, y'all definitely don't go unnoticed. It's something we all look for and we appreciate. So don't like, comment, and follow, bro, all go. the time. But um. There's a lot of pages. I think me and Gavin are the two biggest, but there's a lot of pages, smaller ones that are trying to, you know, you know, do what we do. And a lot, and some of the smaller do some things better than I do. That you know, I'm not great with the computers and the graphics and stuff. Yeah, some of these kids are awesome. 
you know, I feel like There's they should be hired some videos by somebody. that people have made that are just that are, that are incredible in pictures, and you know, um, none of y'all go unnoticed. That last, I saw a video of a Jake yeah, about two I days after that. the it, the it, World yeah, Series no, ended, and I about getting cried. choked up on that myself. Yep. All right. You want it, Colton? All right. So, oh, I got you. So a lot of a lot of people's. You know, the players that's not one of the older guys that they all kind of just like to talk about. Um, his name gets chanted, I feel like, every at-bat in the Rowdy. last half of the season. <laughs> you know, why are people excited about Rowdy so much? What's so, I what's think, so special you know, Rowdy about being Rowdy? my roommate you know, this year, and, you know, I remember when he first came in, I kind of took him under my wing. I love that kid. He's very talented. I mean, you know, he struggled for a while at the beginning. but um, And still finished yeah, with a good average. He, I can't uh, believe that. He's just a hard worker, and I think when people, you know, when we watch him, people ch- like chant his name. He loves it. Like he love he like he. I think it like gets him pumped up. And you can't you you can't tell. We'll keep doing like, it then. Every time everyone does it, it's like he like locks in just a little more. And um, I think he really. He, All right, fans, you, you heard go. that. Y'all keep chanting. So when he, they Don't chant stop. his name and he gets a big hit, I think it just fires him up. It fires all of us up. You know, we love when they do it. It's awesome. I run into Rowdy sometimes in town. I feel like he's one of the the not country boys on the on the team. Is that true? Is he more of a more like like in the finer things, right. not like Mule? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's pretty pretty accurate. <laughs> you know, everybody's different. I know baseball is one of those sports where you get a lot of farm boys, but you can get right. you can get no, all kinds can, of people you too. Probably stick them out in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things that people like and uh, what they're into, which kind of music do you listen to? People, I don't know why all the fans will know that. We got that question a lot. What's your favorite See, genre? I'm a, I'm, a, a, I'm a big music. Like, music's my thing. I've always loved music. Um, really? That's what brought out the saxophone in my walk-up. But, uh, you know, I listen. I that's such it. a good walk-up. all genres. I love that kind of music, like a little EDM kind of, you know. Um, uh-huh. Just all, all that kind of stuff, but I like rap. I like country. I like rock. Um, you know, I sound like me. My playlist yeah, is everything. really varied. Yeah, I have multiple playlists. Like if I'm at a party, I want to be on the ox. Yes, gotta have a little bit. Right, gotta have exactly. a good mix, or else it gets too boring. Um. Also, uh, going along with that question, why did Tanner change walkout songs okay, so much? Well, it seemed to work to when he you, when he put uh, the country the, song on. One of the coolest stories about that. So he had "Crazy Fantastic. Train" by Ozzy Osbourne. Good song. Good song. Ozzy, right. Not my best choice Ozzy of walkout, Osbourne but a good song. The devil. Well, his uncle, That's he right. said, who he doesn't, he talks to like you know once a year. Decided to randomly call him, and randomly said. You know, hey, how are you doing? I just got, I got done cutting the grass, blah blah blah, and I had this weird godly feeling, and it was so random. It's your walk up. What's your walk up? You know, he's like Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. He's like, oh, well, that makes sense. You know, he supports the devil. And the next day, he changed it to that country song and went five for five. Yep. He, just, I remember he for a while he was, he had a hit at every bat. For that, for that song, for like the first like eight at bats, and so I mean, it just it, he went from hitting like zero for eight, and then right when he changed the song, went five for five. That's, that's for crazy. 
And so, I, I mean, you know, God's good. That just that blows my mind watching him work like that with the, with the stuff he does. Yeah. You know, other than Jake's, whose song now just gives me chills, I'll never think about that song the same again. I like Skelton's, and oh, Gavin likes Foskey's. I think Skelton, Skelton's his, that, his walk-up was actually the first baseman at A&M two years ago. And then it was his brother really? at Law Tech last year. And so he used it this year, and it fit him well. Um, you know, he was a di- completely different player this year. So if you had to pick a favorite – you know, back if you had to pick a, a favorite walkout song with one of your teammates, who who are you going with? It's a good one. You know, I was a fan of all of ours, honestly. Nah. Like, yeah, there weren't exactly, any bad. I feel ones. like every time we went up there, everyone kind of had a good vibe to them. A different, everyone had a different vibe. Foskey's was one of my not my favorite, but still good. Westberg's second one wasn't my favorite, yeah. but yeah, still no, good. Westy's changed. Changed his quite a bit, but he always had a good taste in his. And, you know, he being a fellow Texan with me, we listen to the same type of music. So I know whenever he played, it sounded good. I think Westy's first one was his best, though. Yeah, I agree. How'd you pick your song? So I was at a lake house for New Year's, um, my sophomore fall, my first fall. Haven't played a season yet. And I was on Ox, and I was playing Marshmallow Radio. <laughs> and, All right, Nick um, Or it might not might have not have been a Marshmallow Radio. It was like a Marshmallow um, on SoundCloud. It was like a full set from when he was in Florida one year or something. And it was like a remix of mm-hmm. Fetty Wap, and then all of a sudden, Thief started playing. Uh, and I paused it, and I said, I'm going to make this my walk-up at school. And everyone, all my friends were like, yeah, that'd be nice. Well, it was like the first game that I played and it played. I'm talking hundreds of people were like, what's your walk-up song? What's your walk-up song? <laughs> and then, you know, it stuck. And then my ju- I have never heard it. For the record, I'd never heard it until yeah. you well, played it. Well, that's, good. that's exactly how I wanted to I didn't know what it was. That dude, I, I guarantee you that dude had so many plays because of you. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, I feel like if I had a walkout song, it'd be Hooked yeah, on I like feeling that. My blue you know, obviously, if I, if I didn't player. do Thief, I would do Return of the Mac. Yeah, that's a good one. And you, were, were I you did for like the first couple, and I was struggling, so I said, you know what, I'm just gonna stick to Thief, and then I, you know, I started doing good again. So do do you like all of Thief, or, job. or do you just like your sax part? Um, I like the song. I, I can like I know it all. Yeah. It's, Gavin's asking yeah. that because he doesn't I don't like, I don't like the beginning. Once he gets to the sax, I'm good. But I'm a big of the, yeah, I'm big of the saxophone's mine. But um, and I know you just kind of feel like with that song, you got to start moving your hand up and down. I, I just felt a natural inclination all year to just kind of dance to that song. And in the last, your last at bat, the whole right field was right. to it. I remember. Yeah, no, that's I kept it for that reason. I would have changed it every year if I could, but I knew that every all the fans liked it, and I just stuck with it. That's good. Last couple of questions. I've got uh, – I'll ask one, and then I'll let Gavin get the next one. Um, not counting our pitcher of the year, Ethan Small, uh, who's somebody you'd hate to bat against? That's a good question. Um, you know, there's a bunch of them. Obviously, I didn't like seeing JT's 95-mile-an-hour bowling balls thrown at me <laughs> but uh, and his disgusting <laughs> slider. You know, you got Lee Belt. His slider was pretty good. You didn't know which way the ball was going. 
Um, he got right though a ninety-four he got mile Gordy sinker with an absolute hammer curveball that it it literally speaks a different language when he throws it. <laughs> I can't believe he got drafted as low as he did with that hammer in yeah. his ninety-four. You I know, think living it was around just, there, you know, but, how long he's been at the school and. I'm sure it was what he said, like what he's told some scouts and stuff. He's you know, old. I mean, it's little things. It's yeah. not all about that. He he seems like he's got the right. most room to grow, though. He's been exactly. pitching the, the shortest amount of time. No, there's a but, bunch of them, obviously. Anyway. Colby White's not fun to see when he's throwing 96. You got Eric Sarantola, who in the fall had no idea where he was throwing baseballs at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> I wanted to go up there in full, you know, night armor gear. <laughs> That's the picture. That's the picture you want in nine and ten year olds, because right. nobody will swing. And then as long as you don't hit them, yeah, you're, no, you're going to strike it, everybody out. Like sometimes when I walked up to the plate, I wanted to look like Howie off bench warmers. <laughs> but no, he uh, he's starting to figure it out, and he's going to be one of the best pitchers to come through Mississippi State program. I'll tell you all that right now. Okay. He he's is nasty, unbelievable. Bro. He has the best curveball I've ever seen. So, what do you see the rotation being like next year? So, um. I think it'll be JT, Christian McLeod, Eric Sarantola. Christian McLeod. For those of y'all who don't know, McLeod redshirted this year and uh, is probably one of the better pitchers on the staff, you know, obviously if, if Mac thinks he's going to start yeah. next year. Uh-huh. Y'all haven't even seen him. So, for those of y'all that are worried about losing Ethan and losing Jared and losing Cole, you know, we've got – there's you know, horses Christian McLeod will be a top a top know. pick in the draft. I, I can mark my words on that one. He's got everything he needs. He's, if he gets back healthy, he'll use the lefty. He'll be 90-93 with a real curveball and a real change, and he throws them all for strikes. And you see Sarantola as a starter too? That's awesome. He might be out of the pen, but, I mean – I also see Eric Sarantola out of the pen and Brandon Smith being a, a starter. Brandon Smith is really good late. Yeah, that's he's, he's, what I you know, he just too. needs experience, and he's starting to get it, and he's very, very, very good. He's also got that sinking fastball at 92 with a real curveball and a real change. Brandon's actually from where I was born. A lot of young guys. Okay, that's awesome. All right, let's see. I wish JT had – was the was the draft eligible sophomore? But you know, oh, I got another one. Actually, right. do you think J- do you think him. there is any chance JT will be a starting pitcher and a DH at the same time? Um, I'm sure next year at the start they're going to let him go back to doing both, and if it's working out, because he's, I mean, no one's seen the hitting part of him, yeah. but I mean, he also hits bombs. <laughs> he hit 16 his senior year of high school, and he's got it in him. Did he so, did he take I mean, BP with you guys this year? He did in the fall. Um, he hit bombs, absolute tanks. He got a couple of the bats early. I was I always wondered, you know, did he just did y'all yeah, just want to focus just, on pitching this year? Did he just he not want how much to... we needed him on the mound this year? And he kind of understood that. Okay. And so you know, I got you. He got a couple of bats. Yeah, I'd love no, to he, see he, he, I'm sure he'll get his opportunity again. Okay. Um, so, if baseball didn't exist, if it was just out of the picture, what sport do you think you'd be playing right now? Um, I played football. I quit after my sophomore year. So, yeah. it, I would say football or basketball. I, lo- I can watch some basketball. <laughs> what position were you? Come down to Sanderson uh, this summer. I'm in the Sanderson playing ball playing all year. What all year? I'm in the Sanderson playing basketball all well, summer. Then I'll probably be there in the fall. Ball. 
There you go. I mean, you got to let me get a little rust off my boot, but after that, I'll be good. Um, you said you were quarterback? Sounds good. Don't dunk on me. and wide receiver, yeah. Wow. And safety. Really? Wow. Versatile. Doing it all. There you go. All right, so we're going to wrap up with this real quick. Uh, you gave him a little shout-out earlier, but what is the best place you can eat in Starkville? Um, I'd have to go, like I said, WTF wings or something to die for. I actually had them today. <laughs> I, um, saw I, ran into, I ran into I saw your story. just for a little bit, and I was like, I'm starving. I'm going to go get some wings and uh, head back to Madison where my girlfriend stays. So I got some wings there. Y'all need to go try out the wings. I know they got great seafood, crab legs, all kinds of stuff. I Have mean, they are unbel- like the food is so above average. It's it's unbelievable. <laughs> so, I wonder if they'll give us a promo, like uh, a fun, a fee for this. You know, doing oh, this whole go. commercial no, awesome. pretty much. They're awesome. Y'all all they, go to WTF. They love, they love all their customers. They, you know, they love what they do, and they want everyone to enjoy their food. So, I mean, definitely worth a try. I gotta go try it. I was gonna bring my dad by there, but he was skeptical. I didn't, like, dude. I I'm telling you, I heard of them, but just... never went there. And I all went the there football right players before. always posted. Yep. It. We went there right before Omaha, and I really wish I'd gone there for the three years I was there. Wow. So, so have you only tried Dang, the wings man. so far? No, I had wings. Their uh, I had their Alfredo pasta is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, Bro, I'm hungry. <laughs> seafood. I watched. I was watching this kid eat crab legs, and it. Oh my gosh, they look so good. <laughs> wow. I was looking earlier after you posted your wings. I started scrolling through their profile, and their loaded fries look like they are to die for. Yeah, no, they, their fries are very, very, very tasty. I, okay, is Starville not the cheese fry capital of the world? The bin cookout, the bin, the bin cheese fries, bro. Yeah, like there's a, there's so many yeah, places to get those, good fries. Those fries are bust Star- down. Little Dewey has, has cheese fries. You can't sleep. It's good. Some chickens is good. It's not Zaxby's though, and it's not raising canes. Anybody that knows me would probably not be surprised that I fit raising canes in here. But uh, if Todd Graves is listening to this, CEO, we need one in Starkville. We need that Just and Whataburger. I'd go so fat I'd, and broke. Would I tell you I would go well, every day? I I'm not too. kidding. All right, I think that's all we got for you tonight. Elijah, thank you so much again for uh, meeting with us a second time. Y'all, we did a whole yeah. other interview that got screwed up the, with, the, with the, the software. So thank y'all. Y'all give a big thank you to Elijah for meeting with us a second time. Uh, is there anything else you'd like uh, to I'm say, good. either one of y'all? Besides um, just, thank you, Elijah. Like like Colton just said, we appreciate you being so understanding about it. and just uh, I want to thank you personally for supporting uh, the Instagram page and just look, being so cool about, you know, letting us sell the t-shirts and stuff. And yeah, you're just awesome. No, I respect both of y'all. Y'all are awesome. You know, we are very grateful for everything y'all do for us. And, you know, the love y'all have for us is something we really appreciate. And so, you know, I'm blessed to be on here with y'all and I respect both of y'all. And I hope we stay in touch. For sure. Awesome. I'll, I'll remember. I'll send you. I'll send y'all a link so you can share share everybody uh, that you want to hear this. You know your interview if you'd like, and make sure that's successful for everybody. 
Um, well, that's all we have for tonight. Uh, again, thank you to Gavin, who's my wonderful co-host. Thank you to Elijah for agreeing to meet with us. I'd like to close with, you know, just make, hoping that all of y'all's endeavors go well. Whatever you're trying to do, I hope you succeed. Uh, just like Mississippi State, we hope they succeed too. And with that being said, hail State, hail State. and praise the Lord and go Appreciate dogs. y'all.